Michael uh, Otten is in the building, uh, MD at One Plan Health Insurance. What's your day been like so far? What is, I mean, you're making like big decisions, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, we hope we're making big decisions and we hope we're making the right decisions. Um, it's been a toughie today. Um, sort of emotionally draining, a lot of hard discussions. Okay. Um, and I think, uh, you know, you invest in the people you, you have discussions with and you invest in your employees. So, so it's been a toughie thus far. Uh, what does that mean? What are some of the, these discussions? You have to elaborate on that. Yeah, I mean, like, how do you, I suppose? You know, what time did you get up? Do you go to gym in the morning? Do you, like... I do. I do go to gym. Um, you know, I, I, by now, I've got a late start happening. So I'm only in the office just after nine. Okay. Um, I did the, the candle at both ends up in the morning very early and late at night and a couple of hours sleep. I did that for a number of years. So, so I'm, I'm reaping the rewards now. But, um, yeah, pretty, pretty much a routine here. Up in the morning, gym to work. Um, I suppose it's a day like anybody else's day. It's normal stuff. I do the things I do every day. And a lot of that involves, um, I suppose, involves talking. Yeah. Uh, so I talk a lot. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, there's easy conversations. There's hard conversations. Yeah. Today, today's been one of those hard conversations days. Okay. They generally get easier by about, uh, by about Wednesday afternoon and, and sort of peter off into light conversations by Friday. Do you think um, a 2010 version of you when you launched this business uh, would have – even conceptualized what a 2018 version of you would speak about their day and how it was. I mean, was this even in your framework in 2010 when you started this whole thing? Well, it wasn't. I mean, it was a, it was sort of a crazy idea. Um, I left a very cushy, cushy position where I was earning reasonable money. I didn't, didn't have that much to do. It was kind of a slow sort of slow career, slow sort of turnaround, long-term sort of project. Um, and I actually remember, I still have a laugh with my wife about it because I started the business very similar time to when I met her. Okay. Um, she looks back and she, she, she kind of laughs and she says she, she told her mother at the time, she said, I met this guy who says he's going to start an insurance business. Sort of <laughs> off the cuff, ha ha. Uh, you know, another one of those stories never really going to happen. Um, so did I know it would turn into this? No, not at all. Huh. Um, I think blind faith that it would work and, and sort of blind determination to make it work. Um, but here we are. Um, the reality is it hasn't stopped. Yeah. There's still, there's still a lot we need to achieve and a, and a lot we need to do. Because the goalposts kind of keep shifting. And I guess what's really cool about this is that you've really developed something that people want, um, out of sort of the context of what the other options are from the different brands that are in the space. You really seem to cotton on to how people want to do this whole thing. Mm. Um, so the demand is there. And that's almost, I guess, the frustration then because you know you can just do more, be more, bigger, better, all of that. You just then have to burn the candle on both ends and make it happen. Yeah, hundred percent. I think. I think. I mean, you mentioned it earlier in the intro that that it was, the business is successful because of the product offering because yeah. it speaks to our client, um, and I think more so because we speak to the way in which our client wants to engage with us. Um, yeah. So really, we're we're at the cutting edge of sort of any time there's a new way people are interacting. Uh, that's how we want to interact. So. You know, we're trying to get away from call centers. We don't want a call uh. center. We want to chat to you. We want to chat to you on your interface. We want to, we want to engage with you sort of on your phone. Um, and that's how we want to process claims, how we want to sign, sign you up, um, how we want to answer your queries. It's what uh, insurance looks like in 2018, which is a super exciting. And we're going to speak about uh, the offering a little bit more in a bit. Um, but certainly I think why it's cool to get to know you a little bit better is because, uh, there are people at the other end of this thing. Um, and sometimes we think that insurance is just this abyss. Of kind of like nowhere, what's happening? They're out to get me, da 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 da. Um, but uh, there's really passionate people um, behind the the One Plan brand. Absolutely. Um, what is it that uh, you are passionate about? I think really, I mean, what I'm passionate about is that 
any any business that I'm in is for profit, of course, um, but that's not the the underlying factor. You know, the business has to achieve a real good. Mm. Um, you can sell insurance just for profit that has no intention of ever paying a claim, and that's not really it doesn't sit well with me. I think there's um, the ethical profits to be made out of business, and I think that's really what it is. So any project, any product one plan puts in the market mm. aims to address a real problem that our clients potentially may have. Um, really there to support them when they need support, uh, really there to give them access to the to the policies when they require access to the policies. So we make it as easy as possible to engage with us because there's no point in having an insurance policy and paying for it monthly and then not being able to use it. Um, and I think, you know, over the years, um, I've had to desensitize a little bit from from knowing about each and every case that goes on because, mm. you know, you've you've got to you've got to take hard decisions a lot of the time. Um, so, so I've had to desensitize from the fact that we deal with people in life and death situations, and it's, you know, it's it's uh, can Hectic. often be very yeah. emotive and very emotional. Yeah. Michael, you speak with like the insight of someone who's like fifty, sixty, and then you walk in and you're like in your thirties, and it's just like there's this. Uh, I guess to a lot of people, they must be like, who is this oak walking into the room that's uh, been so successful? What do your family and friends think of how you've turned out and the success that you've achieved? Was this always on the cards? Well, I think in my mind it was always on the cards. <laughs> um, I always believed it, you know, sort of blind yeah. faith that it was going to happen. I didn't know how either. Yeah. Um, well, did everyone else believe it? I'd like to think so, but I'm not so sure. Yeah. Um, I suppose there were times in my life where, where, where there was a choice and it was a left or a right and, and I chose to go right and, you know, maybe some people thought I'd go left, but, uh-huh. um, you know, I suppose, I suppose it, it's become, so sort of inseparable from me. Mm. Uh the business becomes you and you become the business and yeah. And that's who you become. So so, you know, was I ever going to be anything else? Uh, I can't I can't think that I was ever going to be anything else. Did I ever think I would be this? Not necessarily. Yeah. So yeah, it's you know, it's a kind of a journey and we've we've been on it and and here we are. It's very, very cool. Um, and that youth thing, how do you play it to your advantage? And certainly you have played it to your advantage because you've been like, why is everybody making s- stuff that's so like archaic in terms of the infrastructure? Yeah. This is how young people want to engage with this. They don't want call centers. They want to engage on social media. They want to engage online. This is how we should be doing it. How have you used it as a strength when you walk into a boardroom? Well, I think, you know, I don't think um, many people realize how how hard it is for bigger businesses to to sort of turn ships around. Yeah. Um, so we've really put the cap on our heads that we, we use tech and innovation to make things easier. We're fast to market because the business uh, isn't the size of some of the larger sort of pillars of, of, of the economy in, in South Africa. We can get to market quicker. We, we're a lot more mobile. Um, and, and that really is the biggest strength. I think, I think a lot of the team, a lot of the time there's, there's disbelief that we actually can do what we do mm. as quickly as we can. Um, and that comes from passionate people within a team. Um, you know, I've got a team of people who bend over backwards to, to deliver client service. Um, it's a fundamental core of our business. Mm. Uh, we have staff that personally hand deliver cards to clients. Mm. Um, and that's really what it is. It's, a, it's from every aspect of the business that we, we truly wish to, to deliver on promises and exceed those, those expectations. Um, and that's really, that, that, that's how we've used it. I've got a team who believe in what we do. Mm. And we're going to speak about, uh, what it is that you do in a second. Uh, but just before we, we get around to that, this concept of leadership and being a leader and a born leader or an educated leader or are they born, are they made, are they, what is your take on, on leadership? Um, and kind of how have you figured out what your leadership style is and was it innate to you or have you had to learn it along the way? 
Well, I think, you know, did I really know what a leadership style was? Um, I learned them. I studied them. Um, I studied, you know, the difference between uh, between management and leadership, et cetera, and, and we often speak about it. Um, have I adopted a specific style of leadership? No, it's my style of leadership, um, which is, is sort of one that's very open and very caring, and I care about the staff uh, who, who work with me and the people who work with me in, in achieving goals. And I think it's because of that uh, true care that people actually follow follow what you believe. Mm. In my opinion, you know, leadership's also a degree of vulnerability, Um if I only show sort of a hard exterior and no cracks, no faults, people almost disbelieve that you're human. Mm. Um, and you, you inherently want to follow a human being as a human being. You, know, you don't want to follow a robot. Um, so I think, I think a culture of openness from my perspective and truly getting people to believe in why I believe in certain things has been sort of a, a foundation of leadership. That's a really great answer to that um, question. And vulnerability is like the hardest thing to do, especially when you're at the helm of something like this. Um, and specifically in this sector, it's an even bigger word to actually throw into the mm. mix. So that's really, really cool. Um, and you must be doing something right because it seems like you're doing really, really well. And we're going to speak about all the cool things that uh, you're up to over at uh, One Plan, hanging out with uh, Michael Otten, who's the uh, co-founder of uh, One Plan and the MD of uh, One Plan. More with him on the other side of this. Kelman on CliffCentral.com. So if we had to kind of distill down to like a couple of sentences what the one plan offering is, uh, Michael, what would you describe it as? I think the easiest way to describe, to describe one plan as a health insurance product, um, is really what we're trying to do is bridge the gap between, between the people who can't afford medical aid, mm. uh, but know that they require it. Yeah. Uh, which, which I think the reality is that's the vast majority of the population. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so it's a very small minority of people who, who are on medical, on medical aids, um, access to private hospitals, et cetera. So that's really what it is. We're trying to make, we're trying to make private hospitalization accessible to more people. Hmm. Um, I think, I think the term we use is putting healthcare in the hands of more South Africans. And that's really what the product's there to do. All of the tech and the everything else is there to make access easier. But as a fundamental, we're trying to make it more affordable and more accessible. And there is this massive misconception. We've spoken about it um, before on the show around, you know, what insurance has to look like and be like. And 99% of, I would imagine, your battle is fighting that stereotype and actually introducing to a whole lot of people who thought they were out of this mix that actually they can be inside this mix. Yeah, 100%. I think I think that is our biggest our biggest challenge is, is to say, well, You've almost got to educate people to say there's an alternative, there's a more affordable alternative, there is an option. Uh, you're not sort of out of luck. Um, and that's the hardest part is how do you reach those people and how do you reach them often enough mm. to say, guys, you don't have to have to accept mediocrity anymore. You know, you started achieving things in life. You're starting to make progress. You're on the right track. Let us help you. Let us help you get to the point where, where you're doing very well in life. So, so treat us almost as a transitionary type insurer. Mm. Treat us as, as the guys you go to during the transition from a less formal market to a very formal market. And that's really where we're trying to position ourselves. So let's get uh, product specific. Some of the um, different uh, one plan offerings that you're super passionate about or just ways to engage that you think are really, really cool. Well, some, of, some of the offerings in, in particular. Just uh, what really pops to mind in terms of what one plan, like some really great product stuff. Yeah, so absolutely. I mean, so so all of our products are. I mean, as I said, we're trying to get people through the transition. So so from an entry level product, you know, sort of three hundred three hundred odd rand, we're giving you access to GPs, all sorts, uh, yeah. pathology, radiology, private hospitalization, etc. And that's I mean, that's a hell of a suite of products at uh, at three hundred and thirty bucks. And I think in relation to what three hundred and thirty rand is today, I mean, if you do a comparison, that that's a lot of access. Um, 
you know, that's it, it's incremental in terms of pricing. So, so as you spend a little bit more with us, your benefits increase mm. as they go. So really what we've tried to do is say, say here's a spectrum of, of, of pricing that, um, that will allow you to find, to find a number that's happy in your budget. Because we estimate that more than 5% on, on medical expenditure is too much. Mm. Um, so that's sort of where the, where the 300 bucks a month come from. Um, and you know, even, you know, on our entry level product, we call that our one plan core product. Um, you've got full access to, to our application, uh, load a claim. Um, we, we actually, so, so the unique thing about our claim process is, and, I, and I've spoken about accessibility, we actually pay our clients before they need to transact. Mm. Um, so literally open your phone, open your app, say, look, I need to go and see a doctor. We'll load, for example, 300 grand onto a card, uh, pretty much on your say so. So you can go and transact. So again, uh, you don't have to pay and then claim back. Uh, we take that, that sort of waiting out of, out of the equation completely. Uh, and not only waiting, a lot of the time, a lot of the time people actually just don't have the cash to go. Yeah. So it's the, it's the do I take care of myself? Don't I take care of myself decision? Um, and that's probably our, our, our biggest unique selling point is just how we operate and how accessible we make it. Uh, and you speak about with uh, such passion. Um, and certainly the reason for such rapid growth in the past few years is because people, either thought that they were excluded from having proper insurance um, or they realized like why what you know what should a statement actually look like and i guess it's that transparency that people really respond to um, how do you go about sort of responding to the audiences and the market's needs in real time i mean it seems like you guys are consistently reevaluating what the audience wants and developing and extending the offering around that yeah i think i think we live in a in a time where things change faster than they ever have yeah um so you know the days of you know here Here's, a, here's an offering and we're penciling this in for a year are pretty much gone. Um, you need to take time to understand how your clients want to engage, when they mm. want to engage. If certain of our products aren't, aren't meeting clients' expectations, we need to be able to amend those products quite quickly uh, with a new offering. And I think, I think that's all part of the way we've structured the business is that we're fast to market um, and we can make a change and implement a change quite quickly. Absolutely. Um, Michael, if uh, people take one thing away from this interview, what did you want them to take away from it? And you've spoken about it a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think really uh, the most important takeaway is if you currently don't have any health cover that's going to put you into a private hospital, it's going to get you out of state facilities, and you think there isn't an option, the reality is there is an option. If you're currently on medical aids and you're thinking about canceling them due to affordability, there is an option. Um, and I think really that's that's what I'd like the takeaway to be. And the crazy thing is that this is a huge, huge, huge portion of the population in South Africa. The stats absolutely speak to what you're saying. There's yeah. a lot of people that think that they're out of this mix and they're not out of this mix and you don't want to be out of this mix. Um, they said that there's four things that everybody cares about. It is uh, love. So who are you in love with? Your family. Uh, how do you interact with them? How much money you have? And then health. Um, one of the most important things. It's not the most important thing. So it's certainly something that uh, nobody can discount. And if there's a better, cooler, more effective, doper way of uh, getting it um, and putting it together, and certainly when it comes to one plan, that offering exists, then uh, why not jump on board? Michael, thank you so much for hanging out. You've inspired us around entrepreneurship. You've inspired us around 
better healthcare and just uh, smarter, more effective healthcare. Um, so very, very cool uh, hanging out. Uh, so thank you so much for yeah, s- stopping by. Very cool. That's uh, Michael Martin there. He's a one planner. That's what he is. Nothing else. He's a one planner. Um, and if you missed any of this uh, interview, you can get the podcast over at cliffcentral.com in a little bit. It'll teach you so many things. Like I said, how to start a business, be successful, respond to the consumer market, why you need healthcare. There's just a lot. It's all jam-packed. This is cliffcentral.com.